Hello and welcome to MLW Confusion. I'm Rob Cameron, evidently not a wrestling fan, but I'm still here to bring you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its television programming. Thank you, Billy Pumpkins. This week, we are going to take a look at MLW Fusion 167 Trios Main Event Action. But first, we got some news. It has been announced uh, last week, a couple weeks ago, uh, that Northeastern professional wrestler Ichiban will be making his debut with MLW at Never Same and Ever, uh, July 8th. at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It has been formally announced whom he will be wrestling at that event, and that comes in the form of the Silver Assassin, TJ Crawford. Crawford has made a couple of appearances for MLW, most recently at the Battle Riot event itself, uh, looking to put a damper on the parade of Ichiban as he makes his MLW debut J- July 8th. It has also been brought to my attention that uh, WWE has uh, filed a second motion to throw out the MLW antitrust lawsuit against the World Wrestling Entertainment. Um, It's been going on for a while now. Obviously, um, Court Bauer and MLW are suing the WWE in the state of California for antitrust practices, uh, most notably basically getting MLW booted from various media deals. Um, And so far, the WWE has successfully uh, persuaded the judge to throw out the lawsuits, but not with prejudice, meaning that MLW is allowed to amend the previous suits to provide more evidence for their argument um, and re- resubmit the lawsuit uh the latest motion to dismiss from the wwe uh formally throws out that um you know the wwe cannot have a monopoly mostly because aew exists and not just it exists but is getting an alleged 240 million tv deal through the warner brothers network um and also noting that various other wrestling promotions are signing multimedia deals even mlw with their streaming deal with reels which has since kind of fallen by the wayside because reels hooked up with peacock and wwe is the sole wrestling provider for the Peacock Network. Uh, so we'll see what the judge thinks of this latest motion to dismiss, if this lawsuit will keep on keeping on, or what will happen there. Also, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that MLW Confusion is continuing to sponsor SCW Pro's uh, Summer Series, now moving to the Bluegrass Coliseum for their next event on Friday, June 23rd, Summer Nights. Uh, SCW Pro is a small wrestling promotion uh, that's partnered up with the Black and the Brave Wrestling Academy. Uh, For those of you not in the know, uh, the Black and the Brave is uh, Seth Rollins and Merrick Braves wrestling school uh so those those scw pros tied with the black and brave academy so they're kind of like the first stop for a lot of uh fresh new wrestling talent um most notably i guess is uh uh, nathan frazier uh was a graduate of the black and the brave now as part of and now as part of nxt um but they hold shows in the davenport iowa area um their new home is in bluegrass uh, iowa as well um, so that next show is, as I said, Friday, June 23rd, sponsored by MLW Confusion. Um, while I'm talking about SCW Pro and myself, uh, another 
alumni of SCW Pro, the Black and the Brave, is the one called Manders. He was uh, scheduled to participate in Battle Lines this last here weekend, a show I also helped sponsor. And I am thoroughly disappointed uh, with, the, we'll say, the use of my money. Uh, because not only was Manders there, uh, but I was not given adequate security detail. And it... For those of you who have seen the footage, it is gruesome. Uh, for those of you who haven't, the one called Manders physically accosted me as I was doing a special edition of Confusion backstage at Battle Lines. And, like, this is absolutely abhorrent. A professional wrestler putting his hands on a wrestling journalist. I am not a professional wrestler. I am not a trained professional wrestler. I'm not trained in MMA or any martial art to formally defend myself from what is most likely a drunken cowboy looking for revenge because he's thin-skinned and cannot handle someone speaking his journalistic truth. As such, Manders put his hands on me last weekend, physically accosted me, and physically accosted me with a can of beer. He didn't even put down his drink to to talk at me, yell at me, slur at me, yeehaw at me. And it is traumatizing. It's traumatizing as a journalist, and just it is upsetting that that a promote that not just one promotion with SCW fa- you know failed to do anything about the situation but you know a large scale globally recognized company as major league wrestling also failed to do any sort of reprimand towards the one called manders for this unjustified attack and i am just you know left in the middle of it um you know you could see you could see it all it's it's online i you know i had to throw it out there too because everyone needs to know the truth of what kind of man the one called manders is so if you go to my social media the ml Con- confusion social media you can go to my twitter you can go to the mlw confusion tiktok and facebook mlw confusion of course no hyphens for those things though and you can see what went down and just the trauma that i've had to adore because of that man while standing up for my right of free speech and the, and freedom of the press. And as I think about these things, I, I just still, still hear him cackling as he put his hands on me that night. And I, I am not sure I will ever quite be the same. And I, and like, I, you know, I, I demand action from either SCW Pro or MLW because this is wholly unacceptable behavior. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, that was just a traumatic soapbox to be had. Uh, let's talk wrestling. Let's just never mind that. And let's talk wrestling. Despite what Billy Pumpkin says, like I am a fan of professional wrestling and I want to bring you the best action in, well, I guess the world, because we are coming back from Tijuana once again, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, two big matches to be had. I'm supposed to have three, but we'll get into that later. So let's let's get into it. MLW Fusion 167. And we start off with the second gear crew. I, I, I can't get away from him. 
Psychic Gear crew are in their hotel room, all woefully hungover. Manders is rousing everyone up, trying to get them out of the hotel room. They dig up Microman, who's buried in the corner under a very large brassiere. They uh, congratulate the man for his souvenir as they book from said hotel room, most likely without paying for it. We have our introduction, and we are welcome to the show by Christian Cole and Joe Drombowski. Uh, they put over the main event. That is a trios match, which we'll get to here in a bit. Some big names to be had. Uh, but first, in our opening contest that's going to start off here, right here, right now, is Abismo Negro Jr., uh, the larger counterpart of Mini Abismo Negro, and Black Taurus will be taking on the NWA's La Rebellion, that's Bastia Seis whose father we saw last week in action, and Mecha Wolf. Looks like Bastia and Taurus are going to start things off, and Taurus, if I haven't said it on this show, is more agile than a man his size should be. He's up there flip-flopping, flying, doing some good lucha things to start things out. Uh, we get some shenanigans via an attempted handshake before both competitors exit the ring, bringing in Abismo and Mecha Wolf. Um, however, Abismo's not in for long, and Taurus comes in and turns the tide with a big power slam we go to break and we come back and duel tope suicidas to the outside by la rebellion uh bestia gets a beard decides he needs to take a break um meanwhile commentary gets noticed that taya valkyrie will not be defending her mlw featherweight championship tonight evidently she may or may not have paid off the local promoter to call off the match uh however uh we still have you know, we still have a match as this here announcement comes through. Uh, Torus breaks up a tandem attack by La Rebellion, and the Rudos take over. Um, the Rudos work over Bastia's groin, first with a was up style double stomp, and then a just a, just a low blow while Bastia is in the ropes. However, Bastia is able to persevere through this and fight off both of his attackers until uh, he eats a couple of knees from Black Taurus. Everyone then gets their stuff in, finally before uh, paring down La Rebellion with... Uh, with a mini, uh, with not even mini, a Besmo Negro Junior. So used to mini Besmo, uh, mini Abismo to uh, Junior being in this here thing, and then I'm getting all hyped up because the match is really good. Uh, however, Abismo uh, falls victim to the Mark of the Beast, which is a Doomsday backstabber. One, two, three. Your winners, La Rebellion. Oh man, uh, that move was nasty. Uh, Mecha Wolf beating. Abysmo Jr. like he's a girlfriend or something. Uh, but barring those sorts of jokes aside, uh, it was a really good match. A lot of in-ring action. I'm a big fan of Black Taurus. Uh, if you pay attention to, uh, you know, American wrestling, he is a regular member of the Impact Wrestling roster as a member of DK. So, like, he is making inroads in America, too. And he's just, for a dude his size, he is ridiculously agile. Uh, good match. Good match to start the party off. Like, this is what we should have started off with last week with the season premiere of Fusion. Willie Mack is at the uh, at the merch table selling off Cesar Duran's items. Uh, the, uh, the Azteca Underground group show up. Sam Adonis, Taya Valkyrie, and John Hennigan. They're all like, dude, you can't be selling Cesar's stuff. Give it to us. And obviously, since you have his stuff, you know where he's where he is. And Willie's like, maybe I could, but I'm still selling this stuff. And they go back and forth. Like, 
where's Cesar? And finally, Willie's like, I might have some information, but you got to give me a title shot first. And Ty's like, don't, don't do it, Johnny. And Johnny's like, yes, you can have a shot at my national openweight championship. And Willie accepts. So evidently that is going to be a match here in the future. John Hennigan versus Willie Mack for the national openweight championship. We also get a Never Say Never Control Center, and they bring out some news that wasn't available at the top of the show. Again, this is July 8th on Fight Plus. Main event is Alex Hammerstone taking on Alex Kane for the MLW World Heavyweight Championship. Also just announced is the SST taking on the calling for the MLW Tag Team Championships and the return of Timothy Thatcher to the promotion. I am personally excited. I'm a big fan of Timothy Thatcher. Um, I'd really like to see him go up against Alex Kane. I think that would be a good match, but obviously Kane has some bigger fish to fry at this year event, so I don't think that is going to happen, at least not soon. Speaking of our potential World Heavyweight Champion, he is with Sam Laterna backstage. Sam wants to know who's bankrolling the Beaumayers, and Alex is like, nah, we don't really want to talk about it now. But maybe we could talk about it July 8th, so we might get our answers about the secret benefactor of the Beaumayers then. Of course, we have to end the part with Beaumayers, Beaumayers, Sam Laterna, unofficial member of the Beaumayers. Not really, but she got to chant. It is also uh, time for Sam to hang out with the God Queen, Delmi Exo. They go over the fact that Taya had their match canceled. Uh, MLW fans have to have someone to defend that title. Delmi is the one to be willing to do it. Uh, Sam gets word that thanks to Court Bauer, the match has been re-signed for two weeks from tonight on Fusion. All right, let's take a brief pause for the cause. Uh, get yourself, you know, an energy drink while I recover from my vicious beating at the, hand, at the hands of the man called Manders, and I'll catch you in, catch you in a moment. If you like me, sometimes you need a pick-me-up to get you through the day. I drink Ray's Energy for that pickup. Ray's comes in a bunch of different flavors, and more recently, Italian ice, which is great, by the way. And it contains no sugar, so there's no crash after you drink it. And, really, like, best of all, if you go through me and go to wetrepsports.com, use my code CASS, you get 15% off your order. So, also, be like Cass, drink Ray's Energy. All right, it has been announced that international pop superstar Becca is returning to MLW next week, and we get a hype video for that return. I am super excited about this. I love Becca. Um, I've said it with the Urban Wrestling Boys, uh, so YouTube at, at Urban Wrestle NW, um, that I think Becca you know, is one to watch, especially in 2024. Um, and it's great to see her getting another shot here in MLW. But never mind that. It is time for our main event of the evening, a trios action, as Ray Orus, Ihel del Vikingo, and Psycho Clown take on the combination of Sam Adonis, John Hennigan, and Gringo Loco. And I feel bad for Mr. Loco, because they really don't reference much of his past in MLW. Uh, this is, so this is like two guys now that really don't get any reference uh, for the work they've done for the company. Um, and I will say, like, in Danny... In, uh, it's not really in Gringo's defense, but like he, like he made many appearances for MLW and his win-loss record wasn't great. So at least 
Danny Limelight, Danny Rivera, uh, was at least a former tag team champion, and uh, can't say that for uh, Gringo Loco. Anywho, um, bell rings, and we have lots of crowd shtick. Like, they are playing to the crowd like nobody's business. Cheers and boos all around. Take it so long that we have to go to break again and come back, and Johnny has paired off with Rey Orus. Um, and really, like, things just break down instantly. Uh, it turns into a three-on-one uh, Ruthos versus the Technicos, isolating first Rey Orus in the ring. Uh, lots of tandem offense that looks really neat by the Ruthos, the Azteca Underground Boys, plus Gringo Loco. Uh, the ref is even getting in on the action and stomping away at Psycho Clown before being Irish whipped into a corner splash onto Psycho Cra uh, Clown. Uh, we get a Fin Del Mundo. That's broken up by Rey Orus, so saving the match early. Vikingo does some crazy double jump stuff, like starting on the the ring post, double jumping his way, uh, rallying his teammates. We're now brawling all over the ring, and Johnny gets all sorts of liquid dumped on him. And, like, on one hand, like, that's hilarious. He is legit angry, though. And I don't actually blame him. And so I definitely have two minds about this. Because, like, one, that is great. Like, I find it to be very entertaining. But two, like, it's super disrespectful. Who knows what was being dumped on him. And really, let's face it, the worst part about professional wrestling is the fans. Uh, so, like, but it's bad enough that, like, they have to get on the PA to tell people to stop dumping fluid on, uh, John Hannigan, and that's just crazy go nuts to me. Uh, so we now get like more uh, triple team action uh, this time. Uh, this time on Sam Adonis. Uh, so the Technicos have turned the tide. Uh, we get uh, tandem uh, standing Spanish flies of the solo variety. Thank you, commentary, for not picking that up for two. Back on that soapbox because I haven't got on the soapbox enough tonight. Spanish flies are a tandem maneuver from the top rope. Takes two people on the same team to do it, or at least the same side to do it. It's a three-person total, and you're on the top turnbuckle. If you are not, if you do not have a partner to do the move with you from the top rope, it is just a solo Spanish fly. And if you happen to be on the ground, it is a standing Spanish fly. So commentary gets half a cookie because they get it partially correct. However, they forgot to mention that it was solo Spanish flies. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Orus and Johnny Mundo are paired off. They're going back at it. Uh, Mundo hits a neat-looking crucifix spinning side slam type maneuver. Psycho Clown gets in and takes out Sam Adonis with a chair before locking in La Magistral for two. Of course, the referee is ex exhibiting extreme bias. And I will, like, backtrack. I know I say this all the time, that all referees are biased. Um, but they're even more so in Mexico uh, as part of Lucha co culture, Lucha refs actually fall into alignments as well as the wrestlers. So there are technical referees who are all about enforcing the rules equally and fairly. And then there's Rudo referees who just kind of go into business for themselves, usually siding with other Rudos. 
Meanwhile, in the ring, Sam Adonis hits Michinoku Driver number two, but only gets a two count out of that. Psycho Clown gets out a leather belt and just starts whipping everyone, including the referee. So that is how you deal with ref bias, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, before Gringo Loco and Vikingo pair up, evidently there's some bad blood between the two of them. Uh, commentary puts over that Gringo is jealous of the attention that Vikingo is getting. And my response to that is maybe you win some matches and people will care about you. Ouch. Said that aloud. Uh, but, like, they do good lucha things together because, despite my mocking, Grigo Loco is the base god and he's very agile for a guy his size as well. Ray Ulrus gets flippy outside. Meanwhile, inside the ring, Sam Adonis misses a somersault senton bomb from the top rope, allowing Psycho Clown to hit the Yoshi Tonic Sunset Flip Driver for the three count. Your winners, the Technico team of El Ijo del Vikingo, Psycho Clown, and Rey Orus. And, man, the words I say cannot do this match service. Uh, it's really hard to call any sort of multi-person matchup, um, especially in this case where there was just bodies everywhere. And it was a fun match with a little bit of everything to it. Like, the only thing, like, you could make it better is if there was some blood for some crazy reason. Or maybe the ref bled. That, that would be great. Um... But, like, it was a fun match. Like, a lot of high-octane action. A lot of high-octane in the first match as well. And, man, like, this is this is the episode they should have started off Fusion with. Uh, like, I mean, I don't know what's to come. But, like, of the two episodes of the new season of Fusion, like, this, this was just two bangers, man. Um, and, like, so this is how you get... Uh, this is how you should start a season hot. And, like, get us involved in caring about uh, the competitors. Um, but, yeah. Like, so, yeah, fun show. So, definitely check this out. Especially since it's on, back on YouTube. So, it's on demand. Watch it whenever you want. Um, but, yeah. So, great show tonight. I was like, this is what it should have been last week. Instead of the slog we got through. Um, but, instead, like, we got, the, we got it now. So, that's the important thing. Great show. Um... Stay tuned for the plugs and the best ways you can help support this here podcast. Uh, I do appreciate every listen and everyone who, you know, is willing to listen to my incoherent rambling about various topics and injustices that are being brought upon me. Um, but in the meanwhile, you know, check out the Urban Wrestling Boys. Uh, they're on, like, I think we're getting back on schedule on Mondays now that Fusion's back in the thing. Um, but I've been joining them for their live reviews uh, weekly. Um, and or discussions and it's a blast they're a good crew to be a part of so that's youtube at urban wrestle and w um also got that in the show descriptor uh in the meanwhile yeah i'll catch you guys next time <laughs> MLW Confusion is a weekly podcast that is written and performed by Rob Kammer and hosted by Spotify for podcasters. MLW Confusion is part of the Urban Wrestling Network. You can check out the Underground Rundown on YouTube at Urban Wrestling NW. The background music for this section is Ruined My Day, performed by Alan Schroeder. If you enjoyed this podcast and like to support, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends, family, and enemies. Leaving a review is also helpful, because word-of-mouth advertisement is very important for small podcasts. My social media links can be found in the descriptor below, but the Twitter and Instagram are at the Nova of Cass. That's T-H-E-N-O-V-A-O-F-C-A-S-S, 
and MLW Confusion can be found on Facebook at MLW Confusion, all one word. If you'd like to support monetarily and help upgrade my equipment, please check out my virtual tip jar at ko-fi.com slash Casanova. That's C-A-S-S-O-N-O-V-A. If you prefer more bang for your buck, go to patreon.com slash Casanova. For as little as $1, Patreon backers get access to the podcast early and without those pesky ads, plus other exclusive content. So join the crew that is headed up by Keith Wynn and Alan Schroeder and check it out. You can also find t-shirts, coffee mugs, and other merchandise at the Confusion Podcast store on Teespring. You can find that link below as well. For all business inquiries such as ads, sponsorship, and other voiceover work, please email at rzcammer at comcast.net. Camera is spelled K-A-M-E-R-E-R. Thank you all for listening.